0: This week, Father Paul explains that, unlike adults, children between the ages of six and ten, upon hearing the story of the battle with Amalek in the book of Exodus, will immediately understand that despite the weariness of Moses, it is God, not Moses, who is leading the battle. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. And you have Joshua assigned by Moses in verses 9 and 10. Let's hear it quickly. And Moses said to Joshua, choose for us men and go out fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. Okay, so Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hand, perhaps from fatigue, Amalek prevailed. Which a child between six and ten will immediately conclude and even tell you. The child will interrupt you and tell you. So it is actually God that is leading the battle against Amalek, obviously and this is so important and will not be impressed by it except a child between six and ten, is verse 12. Try it, try it and let me know. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat upon it, and Aaron and Hur held up his hands one on one side and the other on the other side, so his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. That prepares for the story of Joshua with the going down of the sun. Now, who's going to accept this from you? Except a child between six and ten. And that child accepts it as it is written, and you will see the broad smile on the face fantastic so try this and please don't come back to me because if you tell me it didn't work my answer will be it's because you didn't know how to relay the story because it is impossible that it would not work because the main thing is not the weariness of Moses and his hand but it is the rod that is in his hand. And then you see how the beginning of scripture here in 14, write this as a memorial in a book, which is a scroll, and recited in the ears of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from Hannah. Now jump to the book of Joshua, he's going to do that himself by writing the commandments of God on a stone as a memorial for the people. It is impressive. My challenge to both of you or either of you is to write an article for Jokabs on this matter. When? You decide the time. But that's my challenge to you. And then you have the altar called The Lord is my banner. Okay. Which is a word that reflects fighting and the flag and so on. And so on. Which in Hebrew is the sign. ness the same word that you find later in Isaiah about the banner, but let's just remember that it's an important word that is the name of the place, and thus it's a remembrance of the action of God. Let me make this comment on the banner that it's like the flag. So actually, the people are the army of God. That's why in the prophet is referred to as Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of the Armies and people always jump to the heavenly armies and the angels and so on. It's not necessarily so. It is the people to the extent in which they are an army of God and not the way the chaplains of the NATO armies talk. No, scripturally, meaning his decision, that's why all the comments in a few chapters later where you have to be good unto your enemies comes as a command for his God who ultimately at the end of Isaiah says, it's a text that scandalizes everybody when I read it to them because they can't argue against me. It's written in the text. And if they don't listen to me, I shall be slash become their enemy about his own people. You have a taste of that in Amos chapter 2, but in Isaiah it is written as such, I shall be slash become their enemy, the enemy of his own people. So ultimately the only one who can destroy his own people, which he could have done at the crossing of the sea, because it is with the same powerful wind with which he destroyed Egypt that he saved them. So perhaps the best qualification of God, according to Father Paul, obviously, in Scripture, is tricky. Well, I'm sure that most of you have discovered this now, especially when I'm teaching. I don't know if you notice it when you are manipulating the biblical text. Where all the time he is for you and against the people whom you dislike, depending on whom you dislike today. It's not always the same people. It's according to you. In other words, you make out of the scriptural God your slave and not you being his slave then chapter 18 important let's go over it quickly it's the story of jethro and moses the father-in-law who by the way was a shepherd that's the interesting thing so you have a text that is a trick against moses because he is learning from him a powerful institution that is going to become very important later in the cities of refuge and the judges, the elders that judge the people and so on. Very important. Coming from Jethro, who is the priest of Midian, interesting, and his father-in-law, And you know that the story of Moses with Jethro starts at the point when he is presented as he was shepherding the flock of his father Jethro, very powerful, earlier in chapter 3. But before getting there, we have the name of two sons in verse 3, Gershom, I made my comment on that. Actually, the text says, for he said, I have been a sojourner in a foreign land. And I told you it's a combination from ger and garash. And the second one is also interesting, Eliezer, for he said, the God of my father was my help. Notice how the addition, the God of my father, Ezer is help and Eli is my God but the text expanded on the God of my father. Then you know the rest of the story where Jethro in imparting his wisdom he refers to the Lord of Moses. So although he was a priest of Midian functionally According to the text, he is reflecting the mind of God. Let's go to verse 10. And Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord who has delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of Pharaoh. Very clearly, the author is underlining that. Jethro is underlining that specifically, namely that Jethro is referring to that Lord and not to his own gods in his mind. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.